so I would just say like if you are a woman and you or man but I know the question was for you yeah. <laughs> but you know that you know that the Lord has called you to something mm-hmm. it might not happen right away and you might have to work at it but just hold on to the promises that the Lord has given you um, mm-hmm. because God is faithful and um, yeah he is good and so I really Hello everyone, welcome back to the 116 Podcast. Welcome back. Uh, we hope uh, you've had a good week, a couple of weeks now. Um, yeah, so let's get the show on the road. I'm so excited for this episode. <laughs> we have a special guest. We do. And uh, would you like to introduce? Yes. So today we have with us Pastor Marissa. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> pastor Marissa is the worship pastor here in Slave Lake, where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're excited to have you on. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> this is a lot I'm of so excited. <laughs> I cut you off. I'm sorry. All good. <laughs> All right, let's get started with uh, positive of the week. Anita, you want to start? Do I want to start? Okay. Yeah. Um, was my positive of the week? Yes. Um, so one of my jobs that I work, we do character clubs after schools with kids. And so one of our clubs has been a little chaotic <laughs> and a little bit stressful, um, but we got help from our supervisors and they kind of came in and they um, helped us implement some really good strategies to work with these children. And yeah. so our last club was actually really successful and it was not stressful at all. And it was super fun and all the kids had fun too. So <laughs> that's, that's why good. I'm positive. What about you, Pastor Mercer? Um, I think for me, uh everyone accepted on planning center this week so that's exciting um and then the other one is sorry i have two um (laughs) the other one is uh that we actually have a new person that's going to be um singing back up for the first time on our worship team so i'm super excited for them to see so yeah that's good that's really exciting. Yeah. It's always nice when everyone accepts on Planning Center. Yeah. <laughs> and don't cancel last minute. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I'm really bad with Planning Center. I don't accept until there's like two days left. That always happens. <laughs> You're not one of purpose. those. <laughs> it's, not, it's not on purpose. I show up. <laughs> I rarely cancel. If I cancel, I'll, I'll cancel it way ahead. But I tend to not accept it right away. Just because I forget. I see it and I'm like, oh, I'll accept it later. And I get rid of the notification and I completely forget. <laughs> All you have to do is press accept. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But anyways, my positive of the week uh, has been, we've been working on a project oh. that you guys will see tomorrow, actually, on the 1st of March. Yes. So it will be tomorrow. Uh, but uh, it's a project that we've been working on and we've been recording and we'll be releasing <laughs> not on this channel but we have another actually another channel called whole worship mm-hmm. and so you can search it up or it will be in the description below um you can go and check it out but uh anita here has been doing cover songs yeah. and uh <laughs> we've done another cover song which uh will be really good and so yeah. we're gonna be filming it we haven't filmed it yet we'll we'll be filming it either today or tomorrow but mm-hmm. um yeah and so uh, i'm excited for that and i'm so thankful for you know um ethan yeah. uh, i'm a shout, shout out, out, ethan. Yeah, shout out <laughs> ethan for uh coming and helping us with that too and so yeah mm-hmm. that's that has been my positive the week. yeah he had a really big part of it and so yeah it all came together because of ethan so thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right 
let's get started. All right, back to Pastor Marissa. So um, tell us, Pastor Marissa, who are you? Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do now. All right. Um, so uh, officially, uh, I am the worship pastor here at Abundant Life Worship Center unofficially I wear other hats <laughs> as well and oversee some other ministries um, mm -hmm. like young adults, welcome teams and our social media and tech and uh, everything. <laughs> a lot of things. Not everything, but a lot of things. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I guess, who am I? I love a bunch of different things. I love soccer. Um, mm. Haven't had the chance to go out and play in the local uh, team for a while yet, mm -hmm. but I really love soccer um <laughs> i love being creative so doing things like art painting um i love reading i love learning languages mm -hmm. and yeah how many languages do you know <laughs> <laughs> you. um <laughs> do you want me to name them yeah, 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 yeah i feel like you them. do um oh, well english i don't know if that counts yeah yep. um and then portuguese because i come from a very stereotypical traditional portuguese family mm -hmm. um and then french because i wow. took that in school okay. uh for like six years and mm. and then spanish wow. because i it's similar enough to portuguese mm -hmm. okay so i'm also brushing up on my spanish <laughs> um because we have a lot of latin speakers here in slave lake as well yeah too. yeah um and then I started learning German. Really? Um, because my mom uh, apparently learned it in high school. And so I had been wanting to learn it for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I, I've been <laughs> trying to, I tried a long time ago, like when I was in Bible college to learn it mm -hmm. and didn't quite work out. And then I tried again and I seemed to be getting a better grasp this time around. So, wow. and then I was trying to learn Italian as well. Cause I was like, let's just learn all the romance languages. Whoa. <laughs> um, but that one kind of, because of time has gotten shelved for now. So, mm, wow. so that'll be the next one that you so really start the next one. <laughs> You have a thing for language. Yeah. Well, I just really, I love traveling as well too. Mm -hmm. And so um, for me, like I love being able to communicate with people and yeah. trying to learn more about their culture or their language and so that's really I just cool. I really love it so wow wow I, I wish I was good with languages I spent two years in Thailand and the only thing I know is how to say hi bye and then count money <laughs> <laughs> the important things, the, right? the important things. <laughs> outside of that no but you are bilingual I am bilingual but yeah. yeah. I, on the other hand, <laughs> I know English. <laughs> but you were learning like Korea as well too at one point. Um, oh, my family speaks Korean. Yeah. <laughs> so I can like understand things, but I don't speak it or anything, mm -hmm. unfortunately. But yeah, it's something I could definitely learn, especially since I have family who speak it. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. And then now I have to learn Amharic. You, to you definitely have to. <laughs> it's really difficult. I imagine so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot of um, different, uh, I guess, ways of you place your tongue in your mouth that is not typical in the yeah. English language. And so you'll have a lot of, like, like clicks. There's, there's cl I don't know how to describe it, but there's a lot of, like, uh, clicks. So you're, like, basically beatboxing. <laughs> as you talk. Yes, so, yeah. but I can do it. Yes, okay. <laughs> I believe in you. Yes. 
All right. So, did you always know that you wanted to be a worship pastor? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> um, I think probably like most people who end up in ministry, it's not something that I ever thought I would be doing. Mm-hmm. I never thought I would be a pastor. Um, but the Lord brought me to being one. So, how was that? Was there like a spe- specific moment where like you felt called or did someone speak over you? Like, what was that process? <laughs> It was a process. Um, (laughs) So we ended up, uh, probably since about grade eight, I knew that I was called to ministry. Um, We had um, been a part of like a youth choir. I say we, but it was me. Um, (laughs) And so we had a youth choir in our church and God had really set up opportunities for me when I was in grade eight that most people that age wouldn't have had, like leading worship or being involved with teams that were uh, leading it worship for like big conferences mm-hmm. and doing solos and things like that and from that age I kind of uh, had the impression or felt on my spirit that I was called to ministry but then as time went on I was like mm, maybe not for me <laughs> so then by the time I got to um, high school I was like no I want to be like an elementary school music teacher that was my uh-huh. whole thing okay. um, because I also love kids <laughs> um, and yeah, so that was my thing. But then when I got to probably like grade 11, God really um, started working on my heart mm-hmm. again. Um, so the high school that I, sorry, I'm like. No, don't worry. But the high school that I went to was about 2,000 students. And mm-hmm. so um, a lot of them were uh, Muslim background as well too. And um, they would announce in the announcements for the school Friday prayers. Mm-hmm. And I would hear about it, hear about it. And I was like, oh, I should go one day because I was thinking it was like Christian prayers, oh. right? And so I was like, okay, like I'm going to go to prayer on this Friday. Like, so I went and uh, very quickly learned it was Muslim prayers and not oh, no. Christian prayers. Um, so I was like, okay, yeah, we're not going back to that. Um, and then kind of through that, the Lord really started like working on my heart. And mm. I was like, you know, we should have something in the school for the Christians. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and then praying through it, um, long story short, ended up starting a Christian group that year with somebody else who actually ended up at the same Bible college. Oh. Um, they were a year ahead. So they were in grade 12 at the time. I was grade 11. Mm-hmm. And just to see the faithfulness of God through that season, mm-hmm. um, in our grade 11 year, it started out with three people. So it was me, this guy, and another girl who ended mm-hmm. up like leaving. Oh no. <laughs> um, but by the end of the year, we had grown to like 15 people. Oh wow. Um, and then the following year when I was in grade 12, we would have like 25 to 30 people like going to our group regularly. Oh, wow. um, and it was just amazing to see wow. how mm. God was moving. And when I left, like the, the group was still going. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it is now or <laughs> I don't know if it still is running. But um, it was kind of through those two years that God really worked on my heart and was like, you're going to go to Bible college. Mm. Um, but I'm a little strong-willed. And so I was like, okay, Lord, like if you want me to go, mm-hmm. I'll go. But um, only for a year and then I'm going to the U of A and I'm getting my Bachelor of Education <laughs> a teacher. Um, and so I ended up going, uh, did the one year program and at the end of the one year, the Lord was like, yeah, you're staying mm-hmm. to finish your degree. <laughs> I was like, so I was like, okay, Lord, I guess I'm staying. Um, and so then I, I ended up finishing. And so it was kind of a 
little bit of a process, but mm. I would say like probably since grade eight, I've known that I was called to ministry, but then I was kind of like wanting to do other <laughs> things. And then the Lord was like, no. come back. <laughs> so it was good. And now I can't imagine doing anything else. Like, yeah, awesome. I like, I can't even, I love kids, but definitely worship is more my <laughs> yeah. <call. laughs> so yeah and music is honestly it's an area that touches every ministry That's so in, true. Mm-hmm. in church right yeah. like it, you could do youth ministry and have like a youth band and then it touches youth ministry um you could be doing kids right and mm-hmm. there's kids worship you could be doing services with adults so music is really something that can reach anybody and that yeah that's so true. Can use. that's so, very true yeah. that is really true so at, at your time in Vanguard, uh, I've heard Anita talk about uh, you traveling around <laughs> and uh, being on a band. How was that experience? Where did you go and what did you do? Yeah, um, so it was really good, um, really fun. We were mostly in Alberta, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we traveled around to other places as well like saskatchewan and mm-hmm. i did have the opportunity at one point to go overseas as well and do wow. <laughs> um it was not with vanguard but it was all vanguard people that went so oh, okay. <laughs> kind of vanguard but not yeah um and the organization at the time was run out of vanguard by vanguard people um, but it wasn't vanguard. it wasn't like promoted by the school as a vanguard no and it wasn't do. part of vanguard okay so okay it was just run by vanguard people <laughs> so that was really good and um yeah so we ended up traveling to where where did you go (laughs) where um different places in alberta so northern alberta Mm -hmm. um southern alberta and then when we went overseas we were in slovakia and slovenia primarily but we traveled around to some other countries as well (laughs) so we were leading worship there we did a kids vbs camp as well in slovakia Okay. okay Um, and then Slovenia, it was mostly just leading worship um, for like youth camps and different churches and things like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was really good. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Did you have to work with a translator at all? Or were you doing everything primarily in English? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> in Slovakia, we had uh, translators that we were with. They were part of our local teams most of them spoke english mm. <laughs> most of them. <laughs> there was one or two that didn't speak english but they could mostly understand yeah. so that was interesting okay because <laughs> yeah to communicate it was <laughs> it was it was interesting but it was really good um and we actually saw like god do like crazy cool things mm-hmm. on those trips as well um and then in slovenia uh we would do things in English and then they would translate into uh, Slovenian for mm, us okay. um, for the preaching and stuff. And some of the songs like we would try, we would mostly sing in English. Most people in Europe, I feel like growing up, they learn English in yeah. school, so okay, they, yeah. they were okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but we would try like where we could, we would sing mm. in their language if we <laughs> could. <cool. laughs> but it was it was interesting. It was more challenging but are you only Mm. there like several days at a time or is it like a week long or yeah so we were in it was like a three-week trip so Mm. we were in slovenia for a week and then slovak sorry that was the other way around (laughs) slovakia for a week and then slovenia for two weeks traveling and uh yeah it was good so it was a lot of fun 
that's really cool <laughs> yeah, that's really I'm funny not, i want to know more about this <laughs> what you said that god did some crazy cool things when mm-hmm. you were on this trip what are some of those things what are some of those things um well we saw definitely a lot of people get healed mm. um, like physical healings emotional spiritual which is always like exciting like, yeah anytime i've seen that happen in worship like it's always so exciting there's been so many times where um singing or declaring or playing like we've seen people get healed and like we don't always know um the impact of what we're what we're doing right Mm -hmm. how god can use us and Mm -hmm. um sometimes we don't always know and we'll never know um but sometimes we do and it's just it's so exciting to see and to hear so we saw people get healing um there was one um particular time like i remember it was really cool um where we had just done ministry we did like a drum and mm. all this stuff a drum is basically just like a drama to music, music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no words no words <laughs> um and we had done ministry that morning and then in the evening we were going to lead worship for a church service and um there was a lady who ended up bringing her friend who wasn't christian mm-hmm. and at the end of the service the lady came up and she's like oh my gosh like i can't believe it and she was like i literally saw god like and we were like what do you mean like you saw god and she was like when i looked on the stage as soon as you guys started singing she's like i couldn't see you guys but your faces looked like the face of god and (laughs) yeah like freaky like crazy weird but um really cool to see and she ended up coming to christ and god was just like really impacting her during the service Hmm. um and so yeah just cool things like that (laughs) yeah and so even with like the kids vbs camp um I remember too like there was a moment it was really powerful mm-hmm. um where um all of the kids at that camp were like unchurched too and so by the time we ended up uh getting to the end of the camp we gave the opportunity for the kids to accept christ and it was just like such a powerful moment we had all the kids like bow their heads mm-hmm. and close their eyes so they're not influenced by their friends because right? <laughs> elementary school kids it's like it's easy to do right yeah. Yeah. um and so we ended up just um allowing them to pray and at the end of the service like holy spirit just moved mm-hmm. in such a powerful mm-hmm. way that the kids were so tangibly touched every kid in that room except for maybe like one of them mm. ended up accepting Christ and like Holy Spirit was moving like I just remember um one of the kids it was actually one of the pastor's kids Mm -hmm. um who just ended up joining in the (laughs) camp but she was maybe like grades three or four she was like tiny little thing she ended up accepting Christ and she was just like weeping like weeping because the presence of the Lord was just so strong in that place and like you could feel it in the room Mm -hmm. and she was just going from like one leader to another just like crying she could hug one leader and like crying and crying (laughs) and she'd go to another leader just crying 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 and she was just like it impacted her in such a tangible way and for Mm -hmm. all of those kids too like um we ended up hearing afterwards like most of those kids again they came from um, unchurched mm-hmm. families that didn't mm-hmm. know Jesus. Um, most of those families ended up coming to church and coming wow. to Christ. And wow. So, just the impact of um, just being sensitive to the Holy Spirit and even just allowing the opportunity for the Holy Spirit to move. That's amazing. Um, it's yeah, it's really exciting. So, wow, that's so cool. I love hearing stories when um, children are ministered to and they 
um, feel the presence of the Holy Spirit, and then they take that home, and they're the ones who evangelize and minister to their family, and the family is able to see the difference in them. I think those stories are so cool. They are. <laughs> yeah, it's powerful. And, like, with kids, too, like, I know, there's just such a purity about kids, like, yeah. too, that even in worship, like, because I used to, one of the many things I used to do, as um, I did a kids choir at one point as well. Oh, okay. Not here, but <laughs> I did. Yeah. And um, some of the most powerful moments in worship were when the kids actually like got what it was about mm. and they were engaging in worship. It was like, man, there was not a dry eye in the, yeah. the room yeah. because the Holy Spirit was just moving. And there's just such a, like a purity about mm-hmm. children worshiping. That's mm. so true. Um, so there it's definitely is no such thing as a junior Holy Spirit. Like yeah. the Holy Spirit that moves and lives in us, moves and lives in those kids too and so amen amen <laughs> have impact and influence so amen. yeah so it's to see. yeah i really like that quote wow <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh what's your uh most memorable experience in ministry so far you would say <laughs> so far do you mean like pastoring here or just in general just in general just even pastoring here could could be pastoring here any experience that you've had where it was quite impacting to you i guess okay um can i give a couple (laughs) (laughs) i have a more i guess like funny one okay (laughs) also stressful um so we were actually traveling and we were doing ministry in a church in uh saskatchewan i believe it was okay (laughs) and so um we were kind of doing uh, like Holy Spirit was moving and it was like a little bit more kind of like spontaneous worship time. Mm-hmm. And so one of our team members who at the time, <laughs> he still is, but like phenomenal piano player, like mm-hmm. amazing, um, uh, was playing and he felt to go and pray for somebody. And he was one of the main instruments that was playing at this point. And I was just singing backup. So <laughs> um, I hadn't practiced any of the song. Like I just did mm-hmm. as a backup person. I didn't practice on piano or anything like that (laughs) and so he's just playing and he's like again like phenomenal player he used to play for the choir and everything Mm -hmm. so he was just amazing um but then he like calls me over during this like worship time there's people at the altar and it's a very like (laughs) holy spirit is moving (laughs) in this moment so he's like marissa and he like calls me over and i'm like around and i was like did he just call me over and then he called me over again and i was like okay like what's going on maybe he needs something mm-hmm. so i like just like casually walk over and he was like oh i'm gonna go pray for somebody you take over and then he just left and i was like oh no and i, I before i could even say anything of like no like come back <laughs> please don't like whatever he was just like you take over and he just like turned and walked off and i was like oh. what do i do so i was just like okay i'm gonna just take over <laughs> and I'll play um, and it was just like worship time so I was able to just like play whatever like okay. it was fine until like maybe a minute later when our worship leader the guy who was leading the trip was like okay we're gonna go into this song and I was like oh no and it was a song like that had like a weird timing to it. 
It's like, oh, no. And I hadn't played it. And I was unfamiliar with this keyboard too. So it was like, I didn't even know how to turn on the synth. And I didn't even want to like, because I was like, okay, maybe I can turn on the synth. But I didn't want to just like, there was no like synth button that I could find (laughs) easily on there. So I was like, it's probably like in the settings somewhere. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I don't want to just start randomly like (laughs) clicking buttons. So then I had to play. But it was like, it was rough. Like it was really, really bad. And uh, my friend never came back (laughs) until like the end of the song. I was just like mortified the entire time. I was just like so bad. I was like, I couldn't make eye contact with anybody from our worship team and the worship pastor of that church afterwards. Um, Because he was doing sound at the back. He came up to me afterwards and he's like, so next time if that happens like don't be scared to call me up like i can come up and play like it's all good and so i was just like so mortified by the end of it so like it took me a while to like get over that and be uh-huh. like no it's okay i can i can play in front of people again. Like, but i told my friend after i was like please don't ever <laughs> ever do that to me again (laughs) so yeah so that taught me to always be prepared so now Uh even if i'm just singing back up on a worship team or even um like if i'm leading and i have Mm -hmm. someone on my worship team playing piano for me i still practice piano now anyways (laughs) because i'm like i just need to be extra prepared yeah it's happened a couple times where we've had someone get sick now well with this season mm. we're coming out of thankfully yeah. um where somebody's gotten sick last oh, minute or no. something and i'm like it's okay I'm, practice. <laughs> I'm ready to go <laughs> so i guess that taught me to yeah. be just like prepared yeah. for everything yeah but i was so mortified in that moment i was just like i couldn't make eye contact with anybody at the end of the service i was just like oh my god it's mortifying I, I remember <laughs> i remember in thailand uh, we were doing a concert and i was on keys <laughs> this is my first time being on keys and we were doing it in front of a mall and there's like thousands of people walking in and out of the mall very busy mall and we're doing a concert there with like a whole bunch of different bands and everyone is like phenomenal uh, out there and so <laughs> now it's our turn and so we go through our set and the last song is a as a piano song so like it's just the piano playing <laughs> and it's not like a simple just like hold your chords type of thing this is like there's a lot of uh there's melody to it. there's like you know like back and forth <laughs> and so i'm playing and then uh the singer starts singing and then uh, it's just me playing and then uh, I, I i accidentally touched the wrong key <laughs> that was completely out of the key and it was sustained <laughs> so, oh no <laughs> I just started sweating. <laughs> I knew I messed up big time, and so it was so embarrassing. I can't imagine being your, in your position. It was a big that. church that we were at too, so like again, I couldn't make eye contact oh, with anybody. Yeah. And we like we went back afterwards to that church to do ministry again too. So I was just like, I don't ever want to play piano there ever again. I have a I have a story as well. Embarrassing <laughs> story. Oh no! I, I with this piano. Story. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I won't say names, but I was playing with a band at a church, <laughs> and <laughs> we were um playing for a twenty four hour burn. Okay. Uh. So that's where they do worship for twenty four hours nonstop, but they get different worship bands to come in and like replace the other one, right? And so the band that I was with came and replaced um, another band. And we started playing at 3 a.m. till 5 a.m. 
No. <laughs> yes. Anyways, uh, so our set list was we were going to begin with like a really upbeat song. Um, but the worship team that was playing before us had a very, very, very slow song. And so our leader decided last minute that we would um, throw in a song that none of us had practiced, throw in a song that none of us had sheet music for, um, that was really slow and supposed to be simple <laughs> that we could play to help us transition into the faster songs. And so <laughs> he was like, do you guys know how to play by ear? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, I mean, tell us what key it's in. And then... I can follow your fingers when you're playing the guitar. And he's like, okay, okay. And so we go up to play. And um, for some reason, the keyboard just didn't work. And so I was like, somebody help me. Like, it's not, it's not even turning. It's on, but there's no sound. Like, someone help me. And so someone did come and help me. But like, we couldn't just have a gap of nothing. So the band continued without me and I'm off to the side with someone else trying to help me figure out how to turn on this keyboard. And then it finally comes on. And so... I start to play and now that I'm like playing, I'm listening and I'm like, something sounds not right. And we had a full band. We had acoustic guitar, two electric guitar players, uh, bass player, keyboard, drums, like everything, backup vocalist. And I'm like, something does not sound right. So I'm trying to like, is that me? I'm like, no, it's not me. And I look around and I realize one of our electric guitar players was playing a completely different song and a completely different key. <gasps> and the the leader noticed as well and without stopping was trying to like communicate hey we're not you're not playing the right song and they didn't notice and so uh we played two different songs at the same time the whole way through (laughs) (laughs) and then the rest of the night went really interesting as well uh, I'm just banking on people being half asleep and not remembering that night because <laughs> it was 3 a.m. So. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, after that, no worship set um, went as crazy as that was. <laughs> it also humbles you. Sometimes we musicians need to be humbled. <laughs> I was <Yes>. humbled. <laughs> Keeps you relying on the Lord. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. No, that's cool. All right, back to you and your powerful moments and your yes. stories. <laughs> so the other one is kind of more a serious moment. And mm-hmm. I would say it probably marked like a shift in worship ministry for me as well. We were ministering in a church um, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was singing and Holy Spirit was moving. And um, they were a little bit more of a charismatic church. And the pastor at the time um, at that church was just like, I feel like, you just need to sing over the congregation. And I was like, okay, like, what do I sing? Um, and he was like, I don't know, just sing whatever the Lord puts on your heart, but like no band or anything, just you sing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, shoot, like, okay. Um, so I like kind of prayed real quick and then I just started singing. I can't even remember what I sang. It was something like, I don't know, like God, you're worthy or something like that mm-hmm. or uh, you're holy something. And all of a sudden it was like, there was a tangible like, shift in the room Hmm. and we could feel the presence of the lord so strongly and in that moment um i think it marked a shift in ministry for me and in worship Hmm. and uh team members afterwards were even (laughs) like there's something on you (laughs) like in terms of worship like there's something in terms of like warfare even and um one of our team members is like you know i see that in you and like i'm calling it out like that's in you mm-hmm. um don't try to like hide it or anything because sometimes my tendency is to mm-hmm. pull back <laughs> or try to like hide um because i i'm 
actually quite introverted and mm-hmm. a little bit shy sometimes. Um, and so that was a moment that definitely marked a shift of just be like, just be bold mm-hmm. in what you sing and declare and proclaim. Mm-hmm. Um, when we sing and proclaim and declare the truth of Jesus and the truth of scripture, um, the atmosphere can shift, right? Mm-hmm. And so we never know necessarily what people need um, in the congregation. Cause anytime people come in, um, people are struggling or dealing with their own battles and That's true. Holy Spirit knows what they need. Yeah. Exactly. And so just being obedient and willing to step out and sing or proclaim or declare um, whatever the Lord is calling us to um, and just walking in obedience. Like you never know how that can impact somebody yeah. mm-hmm. and how the Lord can use that. So, yeah. yeah. That's so good. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is really good. Wow. Mm. Um, so uh, coming back to your position here and what you do now, um, you wear a lot of hats, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> but as a worship pastor, what are some of the things that you do throughout the week? Because you don't just sing on the weekends. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a lot that we do. Um, one of the things I do is, well, also just meeting with people. We do coaching as well. Okay. Um, and discipleship. So raising people up. I, For me, like one of the most exciting things is just to watch people grow and to see them be raised up. And even in the time that we've been here, like it's exciting for me to see some of our teens who are now becoming young adults, which mm-hmm. is wild. And even some of our adults, like seeing them mature and grow spiritually. And also like we have a phenomenal worship team here. Mm. Um, and uh, just even seeing them grow in their skill and their gifting and, and even pushing and stretching them a little bit Mm -hmm. um even though it's sometimes uncomfortable but um just to see them grow is like one of my most it's so exciting to see and it just it fills me um so we do that uh of course our tech side of things it's also part of worship and Mm so um editing our podcast and doing other things updating our websites our social media and all of the things um also do um i guess on the you want just music right (laughs) like there's so much i do um well i also run a life group for young adults so um also prep for that during the week Mm -hmm. um and we also um of course prep for the weekend services as well coordinating our teams um getting them all um scheduled and ready to go Mm -hmm. um and then with our welcome teams as well Mm. Uh, getting all that ready and (laughs) (laughs) scheduling and kind of um one of the things that we've been working on as well as a church is kind of working through the assimilation process and getting people um connected as well and Mm. so getting them from when they walk in to um like getting their information and then getting them connected yeah. mm-hmm. with life groups and things like that. So mm-hmm. that's another thing we do. Yeah. Being so, a pastor is just people, 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 people. It is. It's all people. It's yeah. all people based. So don't be a pastor if you don't like people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You won't do well <laughs> if you don't like people. So, yeah. um, and that's, that's really what pastoring is, right? Mm-hmm. It's just um, coming alongside of people and just walking with them and, and, 
just loving them in whatever season they're in yeah <laughs> um so yeah Oh, that's really good. You also do some designing, as you can see the background. Oh yeah, <laughs> right we're behind. Yeah, the stage was yeah. designed by Pastor Marissa. Yeah, we're yeah, actually yes. filming on the stage. Yes. at uh, the church here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How fitting! Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. But fun fact: my office used to be on a little stage as well in the oh, back. Yeah. So I thought it was quite funny <laughs> when I first arrived. They put the worship pastor. They built an uh, office on a stage <laughs> for the worship pastor. So that was fun. Um, but now we we moved our offices because our yeah. building expanded and all that. So yeah, they have a really nice office. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's but not this, cold anymore. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this wall is super cool. Um, Marissa made it on a budget. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't even be able to tell. <laughs> These are ping pong balls. They are. <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah, but they look super cool. Definitely an upgrade from before. Um, we just had some curtains. <laughs> some Don't curtains. expose your church like that. <laughs> With gaps. <laughs> yes. So we've come a long way. Yeah. Um, we have made a lot of changes in the time that I've been here. Mm -hmm. um, partially to update some things but also to reach people in our community as well because mm -hmm. um, if if we look like we're <laughs> from the 50s <laughs> well we weren't that bad okay. no, we weren't that bad but if we look like we're from like the early 2000s <laughs> then that could impact and i think yeah. honestly like that's part of the reason why now we're drawing in young adults mm -hmm. from our community as well too mm -hmm. is because in a sense like we do offer something a little bit different from yeah. other churches in our yeah. community and so that's also been really exciting too just to see mm -hmm. young adults so yeah people don't realize how much aesthetics um impact people and like set the mood mm -hmm. and everything and yeah it's really important to um make sure that things look good and they're up to par and that you're taking care of everything <laughs> in the church yeah. it's true well and i always go to um that verse that says like do all things as unto the lord mm. right and so i think that really speaks to doing things with excellence and so yeah. especially as a church like people don't always expect the best <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from a church especially a small town church yeah. right and so to really do things with excellence and do things well and even blow people's expectations out mm -hmm. of the water i think sets them up in a way that they're more ready to receive yeah. as well from the lord and receive the gospel too mm -hmm. um when people have a positive experience um then they're more willing to listen yeah, yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> i mean like even with our podcast if our audio is horrible and our <laughs> video is horrible no one will listen to it right and so yeah it's so important even though it seems like uh in the grand scheme of things like a minor detail um it's actually quite significant for people and, and yeah. mm -hmm. uh, it helps people kind of zone in and kind of as you said listen and so yeah mm -hmm. yeah so i have another question um <laughs> you don't often see uh women pastors sadly mm -hmm. um because unfortunately some people don't believe that women should be in ministry uh, however, we know that's not the case. That's not true. Women can be in ministry. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> yes, in pastoral positions. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> but do you have any um, advice or words of encouragement for other women who are wanting to be in pastoral positions but are feeling maybe a bit discouraged from doing it? Mm -hmm. um, I would say 
Uh, calling is not determined by man, man meaning people, mm-hmm. um, but it's determined by God. Mm-hmm. And so for me, like, I know I, I was so excited <laughs> hearing that question because um, I went through a season where I um, really went through a lot of discouragement and I had a lot of leaders. <laughs> both men and women, unfortunately, who mm-hmm. should have poured into me and didn't necessarily, or they did reluctantly. Mm. Um, and um, I mean, we wrestle not with flesh and blood. So it was the enemy mm-hmm. who was using them in a way um, to speak discouragement and to mm. um, tear down rather than build up. Mm-hmm. And um, thankfully through that season, the Lord always sent the most unexpected people to encourage and build up. Mm-hmm. Um but if I had allowed those voices to mm-hmm. become louder than the voice of the Lord, um, then I probably wouldn't be in ministry. Mm-hmm. And so I would just say, like, if you are a woman and you, or man, but I know the question was for yeah. women, but you know that you know that the Lord has called you to something, mm-hmm. it might not happen right away and you might have to work at it, but just hold on to the promises that the Lord has given you um, mm-hmm. because God is faithful and... Um, yeah, he is good. And so I really resonate with um, Paul the Apostle mm-hmm. where he says like, you know, if it had been up to man, like I would have been out of the race a long time ago. Like I wouldn't yeah. be in ministry. And so, um, yeah, again, like if you know that you know that you're called to ministry, hold on to that and don't allow the voices of the people around you to become louder than the voice of the Lord. That's Amen. so good. <laughs> a lot of people need to hear that. Oh. Yeah. And it's, it's always good to not focus on your circumstances and what you're going through currently because um, there's this quote like uh, 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 quitting is a permanent solution for a temporary problem, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's important to keep, um, you know, foresight and seeing what's going to happen in the future and not focusing on what's happening right now. Uh, especially I, I, I haven't felt this because I'm not, I haven't been involved in ministry that much mm-hmm. but uh, you know you do see it kind of people discouraging each other and stuff it happens you know mm-hmm. as long as we're people we're people <laughs> we'll do certain things that are discouraging to others or whatever and so it's important to stay focused on what God has called you to and and the, the future that God has for you uh, than what you are going through right now. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's that's an amazing word, and people need to hear that more. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, too, is when you go through a difficult season, again, it's really easy to take your eyes off the Lord mm-hmm. and onto the circumstance, that's, right? That's it's like true. Peter when he's walking on the water, right? Yeah. Well, what happens? He's walking on the water. <laughs> he has his eyes on the Lord. The second that he starts looking at the wind and everything that's happening around him, he starts to sink. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good picture of what happens to us yeah. when we go through something. And so... Yes even um even though it's not always easy and the other thing i find too is like when we're going through a situation and we're in the middle of the storm we're always like god like why is this happening to me i don't (laughs) understand and like it's hard right Mm -hmm. being in those seasons but um it's through those difficult seasons that the lord also shapes us and Mm -hmm. molds us right um I have a saying character is forged in fire and that's Mm. when we i think isaiah talks about it where it talks about we're refined in the furnace of affliction Mm. um nobody likes the furnace of affliction (laughs) it's not fun but it's in that that the lord refines us and he shapes us and molds us and builds character into us Mm. and so as long as we're willing 
um, even though it can be a painful season, as long as we're willing to just give it to the Lord, surrender to him and submit to him, um, then God can use that. And mm-hmm. um, it can be turned into something for his glory and for good, right? That's yeah. so good. Yeah. So we started with the positive of the week. We want to end on uh, what God has been speaking to you uh, about lately and, and what God has really been imparting into you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So um, for me, the Lord keeps bringing me back to Isaiah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and specifically lately, Isaiah 58, um, verse 6 and 1. Mm-hmm. So in verse 6, it talks about... Um, fasting and like the lord is basically like is this not the fast that i've chosen um not to like humble yourself for a day and like weep or whatever but to break the yoke of oppression and like set captives free essentially um and then he goes on like later on um he talks about um being like the restorer of streets Mm -hmm. and restorer of dwellings and Mm -hmm. the lord has just been really reiterating that um you know in a season where there's so many like crazy things happening in our Mm -hmm. world um this has been a season where people are so hopeless and Mm -hmm. so discouraged but as believers like we carry the light of jesus Mm -hmm. and so even though we may be going through things ourselves like we still have the honor and the privilege of being able to carry that to the people around us Mm -hmm. um to the people that are broken to the people that are hurting and um pointing them back to Jesus. And again, it just comes back to love and loving mm-hmm. people well. And um, when people are, I feel like people are in a season where they're wanting to rebuild mm-hmm. in a lot of ways and people are searching. And um, I mean, even here, we're in a season as a church too, where we have a lot of new people that are coming from our community and who are um, coming into relationship with Jesus, which is amazing. And so, um they're wanting to rebuild that foundation. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, like we have the opportunity and we don't need to be a pastor. Like just as believers, we can come alongside our friends, our family, the people around us who are broken and who are hurting and we can help them rebuild. We can help them pick up those broken pieces in their lives and help Mm -hmm. them rebuild on the foundation of Christ. Mm -hmm. Because the reality is, is if we don't build on that foundation, well, everything else is, it will fall apart. It'll Mm -hmm. break. We'll become disappointed. We'll become hopeless will become even more broken, right? Yeah. It's only through Jesus that we can receive wholeness. And um, so that's something that the Lord has been kind of reiterating to me and mm. um, that I've been seeing. And so, yeah, those verses, it's just, because the heart of the Lord is really to see people set free. Yeah. Yes. And so to be able to walk and encourage people in that. That's so good. It's just, yeah. That reminds me of the song, wise man built his house upon the rock (laughs) 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 well thank you so much pastor marissa for coming on we enjoyed enjoyed having you on thank you uh, thank you for having me and (laughs) if you guys don't actually know anita and natty in person they're amazing couple and uh, (laughs) you guys are honestly i'm just so excited for you guys um and everything that you guys are doing and I pray for you guys and I just I pray that the Lord continues to take you guys far because you guys are really doing amazing things for the kingdom Mm -hmm. and uh, 
yeah, I just pray that the Lord continues to use you guys. Stay humble. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surrender to the Lord. And um, yeah, pray that he continues to use you guys. Amen. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed. Um, we hope that uh, you come back. You subscribe. <laughs> you, you like. Uh, we noticed that you guys, most most of our viewers are not subscribed. <laughs> I think around like 70% are not subscribed. So if you're watching, please, please subscribe. <laughs> I beg you. <laughs> no. uh, but thank you so much. Uh, be blessed. We hope you enjoy your week. See ya. Bye.